squishied it. Hello, squishies. Hello, squishies. How are you doing? Welcome to the Squishcast. I am Unviv. And I am Andrew. Welcome. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Uh, Viv, we forgot to prepare yeah. a hilarious and disarmingly charming intro to our first episode. No. Now what? What do we do? Do you know any jokes? Um, your face. Viv. No, and that won't work. That won't work with voices. Uh, and mm. besides, no. Oh, no. We need something special. Something to okay. really show the good people listening what we're all about. So not your face. No, something good. Okay. Um. Okay. What about a song? Perfect. Okay. Okay. Go. I'm singing a song. It's the first Squishcast, and I'm singing this song so that people will listen and think it's great. And but, woo! That was literally perfect. I think we nailed it. That kind of hurt my voice, you know. I think it's going to hurt everyone's ears. Anyway, uh, hello, welcome, welcome to um to to the to the Squishcast to our first Squishcast. The um, welcome, welcome, welcome. The, the first the first note on our on our on our script for the the Squishcast is uh then let then then intro the uh, the podcast better. So yes, let's let's do a better introduction than that. Viv. No, a really great skill is to just know thyself. You know, so we, you know, know thyself. We knew we were going to have to intro it better, so... Yeah, uh, that's that's fair. Um, so once Let's do that now. Once again, hello, I'm I'm an Andrew. And I'm an Viv. No, we're, the, um, we're the Squishy Stream. Um, yeah, we are. Some, some of you may know us uh, from our live streaming days, um, where we are variety streamers. Um, we were streaming on, we were streaming on Twitch. We did some fun stuff on, on the YouTubes as well. Quite good. Indeed, indeed, I know. Um, it feels like yeah. it's been uh, it's been a while. It's been some time. Uh, it has been a while because you know internet is dumb and 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 also work is dumb. Yeah, um, that's all happened. But we're back and we're in your ears and we are in podcast form. Sorry, I was um, taking a mouthful of tea and I was like, I was like, I was this is all not bold. I was <laughs> so I, I, I know was this is not my bit of the script. I was hoping you were going to continue speaking while I swallowed, but then you stopped speaking. I was like, <laughs> Well, I can't mask my swallowing over you um, <laughs> over the silence, so so that happened. Thanks for that. I wonder if I'm just uh, going to keep this bit in. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um. So yeah. Um. So th this this is oh, this is obviously our podcast. Um. So it'll be a companion piece to to streaming if we ever get well. Sorry, not if when we get back to that. When we, yeah. We, it's it's all it's all technical stuff. I think we, we've spoken about it quite a lot. Um. My. My uh, broadband has has gone to gone to Heckings. We were supposed to get new internet back in July with July, the new ISP. Yeah. Uh, it was going to be um, very fast and very lovely. Um, that's currently looking like it might be sometime in January, uh, <laughs> based on the last email I got. So fantastic. That's that's been a bit of a a bit of a thing, and um, it's it it just got it got quite stressful doing streams. Um, it with, did, with, and with some of you 
some of you that were lis- are listening may have even experienced it and you know how stressful it was. Uh, but but we missed you, so so we have created this Quizcast. Yeah, because um, we miss you. Yeah, receive love, receive yes. our love. We demand it. Yeah, so you know we'll that's we we got a we got a bunch of ideas uh, for for what we're going to do. Like some of it will be us talking about what we've what we've been playing offline. So just just us in our because that was the only option. Yes, very true. <laughs> playing offline. Um, but you know, there's there's other things like we wanna we wanna do discussion topics, um, stuff that might be inspired either by uh, news uh, in the gaming industry at the time or something that's been ongoing that has got to a point where we're like, okay, there's there's something here that we can we can talk about. Talk about, yeah. Or or maybe it'll be the elements of game design or game story or how games are presented or how. Uh, mechanics of games work and why some do and some don't so the you know there'll be uh, elements of that uh, sprinkled um, sprinkled across and once we go back to streaming maybe there'll be because we've always had really interesting discussions in our live streams and maybe there'll be elements of that that we'll we can pick up and and carry on in a bit more detail uh, on the podcast um and uh, we'll be inviting some guests as well. Um, interviewing is not uh, necessarily our thing, uh, but we'll be inviting people who have uh, worked in the gaming industry uh, in various capacities, uh, whether they have been doing some voiceover uh, or uh, sort of game design or music design, um, so that we can get a bit of an insight of what it's like working around um, before it leads up to the you know the final kind of thing that we get to play and enjoy. If it's good, <laughs> but I but I also feel like we are sort of approaching this in a slightly left field way. So we'll we'll get people on that have skills in a particular field of of design, and then sort of yeah. just approach it slightly differently. I think we've got some got some fun ideas as to how we how we can approach that. It would be it'd be a lot of fun, I think. And you know what fun equals when it's us? Chocolate. Or could possibly go wrong. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Ruined it. Sorry. Um, Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry now. Uh, we'll also be um, kind of sharing some of our stories, our gaming stories from our past, uh, maybe from our childhood, maybe maybe more recent uh, that we think be fun to share with you. Uh, and we'll also, each episode will have a surprise question um for each other um so i mean i hope you're looking forward to that later on andrew um, yes <laughs> yes i am he says he says shakily nervously um nervously shaking <laughs> um it's not bad i think anyway um and uh you know at the end we'll talk about a game that hasn't been released yet but that we're keeping an eye out as something that we really uh want to play uh, which may also be on your radar or not, um, but we'll be talking about that as well. But first, shall we talk about yes. what we've been playing yes. offline, obviously? Yes. 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 So. Why don't, why don't wh- you start? Okay. What have you been playing, Viv? What? <laughs> um. So, okay. So I've actually been playing two games. Okay. Um, I've just finished uh, the first Wolfenstein game. 
Um, you that you mean the new order, don't you? Yes, the new order, and because um, there's been a lot of first Wolfenstein. Oh, games, okay. But they That's... keep rebooting that series. Okay, yeah. So yeah, the new order uh, is what I've just finished playing, and I have just moved on to the second one. Uh, but also, um, I've been playing some Spiritfarer as well. Um, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that one first because it was something that we brought up in the Squishy Show. If you ever joined us for that uh, a while back. Uh, because it was a bit of news at the time um, that there was some ableism in the game. Uh, so I was really uh, curious to see uh, how they had handled it. But also I was really curious about the game in general. I, I honestly don't know what I was expecting. because um, So the game, I was trying to find the best way to describe it. The game is a mixture of something like The Last Campfire, where you're going around rescuing uh, souls. Mixed with some sort of, you know, one of those mobile games that um, you have to grow stuff, like you have to plant stuff and wait for it to grow and water it, like like Farmville, like Farmville. Okay. Yeah. So wow. it's a mixture between the. I know. I, I I I don't know what I was expecting, but it definitely wasn't that. And uh, I won't I won't uh, spoil it. But you're you can see this in the trailers. You're essentially you're on a boat and you need to go to different places on the map to save people. And uh, which I was like, this sounds great. A little bit of puzzling, whatever. But then you have to build things in the boat, to, so that means that you can survive and do other quests. So you you build, so you're building. So all of these farming things, like trees, you have sheep, you have like people's houses, like like it's all on this boat. So you have to build that, and then you have to get people, save people, and get them on your boat, and then do quests for them so that they can move on, basically. Okay. Which is like it, it it like I'm really enjoying it. It just not what I was expecting whatsoever. And I've not come to the bit where uh there may have been a, an issue with ableism. So TBC on that one. Uh I'll probably uh post about it on our Discord at some point. So so yeah. So that's that's Spirit of Era. Um yeah, like I said, I, I really do recommend the game. Um and it is very cute. Uh, I think if I had known if I had known what it was beforehand, I might not have played it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, but you're happy that you have, though, which is. But important. I'm really happy. Yeah, I'm really happy that that I have, uh, and I, it's something that's like it's quite a long game actually. Um, so I'm I'm happy. It's it's some it's my in betweeny game at the moment, and then I've been playing uh, Wolfenstein: The New Order, <laughs> which which to, as my shitty bang, which couldn't be more different. Which could literally could not be more different because it's a war game about Nazis. Uh, and before you start rolling your eyes uh, at the game, uh, I also rolled my eyes when I first started because I was like, oh, this is just a war game about Nazis and I'm playing as a, a white man and it's just going to be another Call of Duty, isn't it? But I have to say, if you're looking for a good shooty bangs, it's a really good shooty bangs. There's actually a really nice, there's a, a nice storyline uh, and um, just I really enjoyed how different all the levels are. Um, like you never just go, it's never you never just at war going somewhere and then you just have to shoot people. They're so, they're just so, um, what's the word? It's just so different. Like they they're really creative with how you can get through the levels. Yeah, and I, th I you know I think because you you messaged me when the game when you started the game and uh, yeah. the 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 attack on Castle Wolfenstein at the beginning is it's fairly standard Second World War. Yeah first person shooter sort of stuff but but by the time you get to the moon in the game 
Like it's really gone yeah. on a journey for you to it be on the moon. It, yeah, yeah, like you know, just you know, yes, we went to the moon. This is which is just crazy because I'm like, it's a war, it's a, it's a war game about you know Nazis, yeah. essentially. Um, but yeah, I just really appreciate that they just yeah, like how you get through it. Like obviously, you go to the moon. There's other places that you go into, or like the things that you're using to get through the level. They're just so great. Like it's it, it really kept it fresh. Whereas if I was just shooting my way through things, I might have already maybe not finished the game, or I might have finished the game and not considered going for the for the other Wolfenstein, whatever it's called, the new Colossus. The new Colossus, yes, thank you. Um, because uh, even though it might even be the better one, just because I just had a bad experience, but it it's it's great. Like if you're looking for a good um shooting game, it's it was a good shooty bangs. I really really enjoyed it. Um, you can you can even uh, which I did. If you've um, got really brave and picked too high a difficulty for the game, you can change it whilst you're playing it as well, and then just enjoy going round and using all the different weapons. And yeah, so just so good. Um, so TBC on how Wolfenstein Two goes. Yeah, I think if uh, if anyone watched our YouTube video on Wolfenstein Two, uh, you'll very much know my uh, feelings on on Wolfenstein Two. Uh, for sure. Which, just to clarify, if you've not seen that video, is that I absolutely adore its story um, to the extent that I wish I didn't have to play it. That every time I had to play <laughs> one of their one of their levels, I was really grumpy because I was like, "No, I just want to just just tell me the story. Just, the story. just I just want, I just want the movie. Stop st- stop interrupting the movie with all this gameplay." Um, which I guess is good for the story, but um, but yeah, I just which is important. Um, and if you have heard us uh you know talk about our favorite games in the past and you'll know that we love a good story because you know that sometimes it's just we like to go on that journey yeah and it's right. kind of what holds us to a game yeah absolutely yeah um, wow but enough about me okay what have you been playing andrew um i am currently playing disco elysium which Ooh. um the final cut version uh finally Finally came out physically. It's been out digitally for ages. I mean, it was out on PC, like, it seems like forever ago. Um, yeah. And then came out digi- the final cut came out digitally. Um, but I was hanging on to getting a, a physical copy. That finally turned up. Um, so I've been Keep playing that Finally. Time. Yeah. I am super, super early into the game at the moment. I've not I've not had a lot of time to, to get too far through. Um, so I'm not super sure where the story is is going um so i'm still quite early and um so um disco elysium is is a very i i would i feel fairly confident to say it's a hardcore rpg um okay it, it feels it feels the most tabletop rpg okay um video game is that, that a I've for you is that a good or a bad thing uh, it's good. I mean, the 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 stuff I tend to like about playing RPGs, and we, uh, you and I have talked about this when I was playing uh, The Outer Worlds, is that I liked that the game would adapt to whatever I decided to do in any given moment. Yeah. That I would was asked to go and negotiate terms of surrender to a man, and I fought my way through to where he was. And by the time I got there, I was kind of exhausted as me as a player. Uh, so rather than negotiating 
surrender, I just shot the guy in the head. And I kind of liked that the game just adapted to that. So the, the Disco Elysium sort of is more like that. And I'm playing the um, yeah. I'm playing the Thinker class, so I don't think there's a lot of combat in the version that I'll be playing. I'm not not playing as a combat heavy uh, character. Um, so yeah, which it's just very interesting. It's uh, the the final cut version is fully narrated, so there's there's voices for everything. Um, I really like that all of the elements of the main character's uh, personality uh, are conflicting, and it depends on which ones you've got skills in, depends on what things. Okay. So one of the things I I keep uh, appreciating is that one of the voices, uh, when scenarios comes up, keeps trying to get me to lie to people. And it's like, oh, you should you should tell a lie now. Oh. It's, it's very easy. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. And then I'm like, oh, should I? Should I not? And then if you if I do try and go for that, being a being very much like a tabletop RPG, and everything being at the front, um, you actually roll dice. So um, you have to get certain okay. dice numbers to um, to pass that check or to or to fail it. And depending on the build of your character. You might have a high percentage of of getting uh, those scores or or not, which is which is kind of cool. I'm I'm appreciating that. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm very good. My character's very good at noticing things in the world, but really terrible at um, being able to persuade people to do anything. So I've got almost no charisma at all. And Bless you. Is that something you can build with your type of character? Uh, yeah. I mean, like like RPGs, like you get skill points and you can put skill points into into right, different yeah, yeah, things yeah. in the skill tree, so I could build up those elements of my character on the skill tree um, as a, as I go along. I mean, th- I'm so early in the game that I don't I don't even know what my character's name is uh, yet. You you meet the character as they wake up on the floor of a motel after a three day bender, and they have nice. n- no idea who they are or why they're there. Nice. Uh, and you only pick up context of who you are from from other people. Speaking um, to other people, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you're a cop. Um, I lost, I can't find my, my policeman badge <laughs> and I phoned up the precinct and I was like, hello, I've lost my policeman badge. And the, like every, the, the the guy on the phone is being really professional, but he's relaying the information to the, the other officers and you can hear them in the background making fun of you and wow. they'll, they'll say something rude. And then the, the, the guy on the switchboard will come back and he'll just relay the mockery, but in like a really professional manner. Nice. It's, it's really nicely done. Um, Oh, I really appreciate that. That's yeah. really cool. Uh, so I was very honest about losing my badge, and they were making fun of me. And then one of them was like, <laughs> "Ask him if he's lost his gun." And at that point, my me Uh-oh. as a player went, "Oh God, I didn't even do I have a gun?" And then the character's like, "Oh, oh, I don't know where my gun is." Oh, and no. so then I was like, "Oh, I'm just going to pick the option that says yes, I have my gun because they are going to be very horrible <laughs> to me if I don't have my gun." So, um, oh, so yeah, funny. I. I yeah, so again, it's like it's a lot of dialogue choices and that sort of shapes shapes how the game goes. So I kind of I really appreciate that because yeah. I'm assuming if you'd picked uh, another class, that maybe your options would have been different. Yeah, or I don't know. You know, if it's a you know like a brawler class, I don't know what the classes are. You could have just well, I, I smashed your phone up. I, well, I think the um, I think the middle one. I can't remember what the name of it was. Was there? Uh, was more of a charismatic character so right, the likelihood yeah. is that i would have been able to talk my way out of having lost my badge and make those right, people yeah, all yeah, be yeah. like ah it's just you you funny old man that's that's your thing we respect you and your honesty um and i could have 
talked my way out of it that I don't have those skills. So I mean, That's so interesting. Uh, that sounds really cool, actually. The uh, the other thing that happened is that the motel, the 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 owner of the motel, wanted to charge me for all the damage that had been done in the room, and there was just an option nice. to um to just run, run away, and not pay. So I was like, I'll give it a go. Roll the dice, failed the dice roll, <laughs> um, and just he's the character runs, spins around in the air, flips the the, uh, the finger at the um, at the hotel owner, uh, and then crashes into a, a, a an old lady in a wheelchair, and it all goes horribly wrong. Oh, I do um, love that. I like that it's it, it works a little bit like D and D or yeah. it's a tabletop RPG. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I really appreciate that because um, it sounds really good. Um, I think if I had maybe seen the game. Uh, just as it is, um, I might not have been tempted to pick it up, but that sounds really cool. Uh, yeah, cause I think I think we both appreciate when our actions have consequences. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, when um, when when you play yeah. a game that's pre-designed and you're just going through the motions, um, yeah. like uh, was the uh, Battlefield Four? I always go to, uh, which I know you haven't played. There's a bit at the right at the beginning of that game. You're in a in a war zone. And you're in a big building. And uh, a helicopter is attacking you, and the only point in which you can destroy the helicopter is at the end of the, at the end of the the sequence. So you're in a car and it's in front of you, and it actually you don't even destroy it; it just shoots you off the road. But there are multiple points through that whole sequence where you could very easily destroy the helicopter, but you're not allowed to because that's not how the game story works. That and that's really frustrating when you're. Taking why give us the option? Taking cover, trying to take pot shots. You've got a grenade launcher and stuff, and just none of it matters. Um, and then you just feel like you're controlling a camera in a movie, and that's which is annoying because if you're if you're doing something like that to make a point to the story, um, then fine. You know, like you doesn't matter how much you try, you're not going to be able to kill this, whatever. But if it doesn't if it doesn't matter, why do it? Like why put us through that? I don't understand. Uh, yeah, I don't like that, and I, I've not played Battlefield Four, but certainly not going to play it now. Yeah. Um. Be, uh, before we move on, I'm going back to what you're playing. There. There is a point in Wolfenstein Two where where you're going to meet meet Hitler. Perfect. Um, cool. You ha you have the option to to kill him if you want. It's oh, not interesting. It's not the point. It's not what you're supposed to be doing in the scene, but you know, take take the opportunity when it arises. That's that's very interesting. And there's I'm assuming that changes then how your story is played out. I, I I will I will leave all that up to you. Okay, no spoilers here. Yeah. I'm very I'm very curious though. I will um I will let you know when I get to that bit. Cool. And that's what we've been playing. And that's what we've been playing. Move on to the discussion. The discussion. The discussion, you say? Yes, that's all it's called. We hit, there's no, no other name for it. Not even, not even the discussion. Oh no, that's really hard to say. It is really hard to say, and also, if you don't see it written down, it doesn't make any sense. Discussion. 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 Can we call it the discussion? Can we? Um, let's put a pin on that. Yeah, we'll let, we'll let our our listeners uh let us know if that's something that they would like. Maybe when they join our Discord later and let us know. 
Anyway, no. in this week's edition of the section that's not called the discretion, let's Perfect. let's talk about us. Let's talk about who we are. For us. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about us. Excellent. Good. Um, that was a good, good song. Goods, goods. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, well, should we talk about yeah. how? Should we talk about how the the squishy stream came came to be about? Absolutely. Um, I'm going to let you start because uh, all I'm going to say is I received a text. Uh, I think it was quite late at night. It was probably quite late now. So yeah, this this whole nonsense came about um, because there was a teeny tiny worldwide pandemic that happened that is still happening we what we're we're two years into it now that's exciting happy happy second birthday happy second birthday um to covid well done um and you know it it was it's a difficult time for everyone like suddenly um we were uh i think it was maybe so i found out on the monday that my both my jobs were being shut down and the, the buildings were closing uh, and I think I might have texted you on the Wednesday yeah something at, like that at like one in the late. morning or something like that yeah it was late people it was really late he was clearly up oh uh, no no I, I was no no I was half asleep and thinking okay so he was half is, asleep and which, thinking which is much worse um, and I texted Viv saying wouldn't it be nice as a way of giving our friends something to do if on Saturday we went onto Twitch and played some Jackbox party games and invited all our friends and everyone can sort of hang out, chat, talk in the chat and just just play some games together because I mean I, I, even at the time, even though it seemed unlikely people thought that maybe everything would be dealt with in a couple of months that yeah, it was march sure. and maybe by the summer everything would be back to normal so it was just like a you know here's something we can do for for a few weeks just to keep people stuck at home give them something to do um so you got yeah. that you got that text and what happened yeah i yeah i got that text and um i almost immediately said yes um because friends, because we couldn't see friends, it was really sad. I, in my, on my end, I, uh, I actually wasn't in the country when things started going into lockdown. Um, I got this really weird extended lockdown, thi- uh, like sorry, uh, like announcement anyway, because I was in France uh, visiting my dad, and um, I went there because I'd not been to Paris ever, <laughs> funnily enough, and uh, arrived there. Uh, saw my dad, loved it. It was raining, got wet. Then we went to the Eiffel Tower, and then I got my wallet stolen. And then we went in, had a great time, and then the next day, my dad was like, "Everything is closed, um, so we can't go see all the things." Um, sadly, and then when I came back, it was like France went into a lockdown, and then I came in, and then England went into a lockdown, and within the day, I had lost all of my jobs because I work freelance so I have like sometimes five or six jobs on the go 
So anything for the next like four or five months was cancelled uh, because it's all projects. It was really sad. So when I received the text from Andrew, I was like, yeah, hell yes. Uh, let's get friends together and let's let's do some some game stuff. Um, and and we haven't looked back since. It was it, it built from there. It was um, we had a really lovely and unexpected response to those Saturday games. Um, like just like so much fun. Like my time hop every once in a while just gives me some of the screenshots of some of the responses some of in some of the games. And it just it's just so funny. Um, and I, I cherish all of those um, Jackbox uh, days very, very much um, as the beginning of the, the Squishy stream. Yeah, I think we did that first one and then it went well and people were like, oh, let's, we, we, we would happily do some more of these. So I think, mm. I think we, did, we did another one the week after. And I think during that week between those two, we were like, we could we could do more of this. We don't necessarily just have to do this. Like we could just play video games and maybe maybe people will watch us and we can yeah we can all just hang out and and play more video games. Um and and being the uh, arts industry idiots that we are, uh, structured structured a week. <laughs> we basically had gave oh, ourselves yeah. Wednesday and Saturday matinees. And <laughs> and Yay! Like, we love yeah. a good schedule. I I feel like I can probably speak for you Viv at the same time but I found having that structure at a time when suddenly and I hate how hyperbolic this sounds when the world stopped making sense like mm. like we were all forced stay at home don't go outside unless you want to do a 10 minute walk or go and get some food but otherwise stay in your house and suddenly all semblances of a normal capitalist structure just all sort of vanished and I felt having sort of given myself a job as it were um in the structure of, of doing those streams and um in the creation of the art that needed to go into all that and everything that was surrounded that um was a really nice really nice distraction and then on top of all that were all the people that that came to watch that were talking to us uh, the new people that came and found us because th the one thing i hadn't really thought about was that people outside of the friends that we mm, that yeah. we were trying to that keep together yeah would come and would come and join us and would enjoy Absolutely, listening yeah. to our nonsense and that was that was really refreshing no idea that that was going to interest anyone else yeah. um it was literally uh, we just really just wanted to spend time with our friends and i have to say uh, yeah, yes to everything you just said absolutely and also what i also didn't expect or or maybe just hoped for was there was there were people that um, came on to the stream that I actually I knew, but I hadn't hung out with very much, um, and it was just really nice that, like over the well years now, but over the months, especially in that beginning year, that um, we were able to just I guess solidify some of those relationships, like hang out, have some fun together, to the point where you know when the world did reopen, we made an effort to see each other. Um, because we'd spent so much time together online and it was just it was just really great um to really get to know those people that I get to hang out with now um and and you as well like I you know we used to hang out before um but you know 
I, I feel like we hang out so much more now um, because of these couple of years of you know bringing bringing chaos into yeah to twitch and uh, you um, know and i became a cat uncle so that was important became a cat uncle like so many great things have happened this year but yeah but you know just i think the main thing was that it was it was born out of a want and the need to spend time with friends and also create a structure for ourselves yeah and um it, it it's it certainly did all of the above um i i very much ha you know now we have a whole drive and we're really organized and love my spreadsheet it was just really good to be able to you're really organised. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm still some sort of <laughs> ca uh, a agent of whimsy around you. No, no, you, you, you are organised. If I make all the folders, you, will, you'll put all the content in there. That is true, but I will create a dozen subfolders in each folder. Yeah, probably, which I very quickly remove. Yeah. Um, but um, but no, it was that's kind of yeah, that's what I really really love about the stream the, the squishy stream in general because it has evolved over the years um and it definitely has a slightly different maybe uh motivation now yeah, um, yeah, yeah. or added motivation I, I, we definitely don't need to be creating structures for anyone because everyone's sort of back and really busy um but we um we still really love that even though they're busy, that they, you know, that you'd still take the time to come and, and hang out with us yeah. um, for a couple of hours, and we really appreciate it. Yeah. And, and it's why we do it, because because we love we love spending this time with you. Absolutely, absolutely. But enter sad music here. Oh, tiny violins. Um, there might be, there might be somebody listening, who is still wondering, this far into the episode, why why we called the squishy stream. Absolutely, we should we should we should tell them. I think that's a very good idea for you to tell As them. As if you are new, welcome. Hello. We've spoken a lot about our friends. Hello. You. But you are now our friend if you're listening. Yeah. So you may join. You may join this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was a bit. Well, let's let's start at the beginning. At the beginning, that's a very good place to start. That's a really good place to start, isn't it? Rewind, selector. Okay. So I. <laughs> I get a text from Andrew, as as all of my stories start these days. That, that does sound like <laughs> a, a recurring theme. Well, it also yeah, I couldn't see you for a long time. It had to happen over text. Um, I got a text from Andrew, or or maybe it was you forwarded me something on Instagram. I can't remember. I think you might have forwarded me a post on Instagram, and you were and you went, look at these little cute plushy toys. Uh, that I just found. How cute are they? Uh, I might I might just buy them. And literally within the same minute, it was like, well, I've just bought us both one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And the plushy toy was, uh, it was a, in the shape of a seal. It's very squishy seal, um, which, um, you know, at the time it was just something really cute I had in my room uh, and it, that I could squeeze. Um, and uh, when we did start <laughs> streaming and, and we started working on the branding, uh, and we thought, well, let's make this an official thing so that we can do posts and, you know, just there's a there's a coherence to what we're doing. Um, we thought, why the heckings, why the heckings not use our little squishies? Yeah. With our little cute squishies. Yeah. So a, a thing that um, unified us, we both had one. We both had uh, one, yeah. we both loved it. Um, and um, and we, we, we decided to ask the lovely Lucy Squishy um, to to make us a... A version of that, and sh she has done some incredible yeah. ones over yeah. the years, um, which you can find, you can find on our Instagram stuff if you want to have a look. Um, um, but yeah, just she just creates some really incredible ones. Um, 
and we're very grateful and we love it very very much yeah we love our squishies we love our squishies yeah yes that's the, the story of how uh everything c came around it was it was all uh, you you have to know that um whilst all of this may seem all very well thought out it's just a series of um just random occurrences that we just happened to bring together like he just so happened to see that post and then just so happened to impulse buy it as he, as he usually does <laughs> yeah, impulse buy yeah. things and then it was just there so why not use it you know yeah yeah uh, yeah um so some of our things are thought out, but most aren't. And that is the beauty of the squishy stream. Yay! That's yes. us. That is us. Um, so I guess the, the final part, that should have been the first part, because we have basically told this story in reverse, because we're idiots, Yep. is the story of us. The story of us? In as much as uh, how, 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 how did we and what is... Um, so, that wasn't a good question. That was not a good question. So we worked together. That's how we met. And um, you were really boring. I was really boring. I, c I can confirm that. Until you said that you... Had, I think you were playing a Lord of the Rings game at the time. Battle for Middle-earth or some nonsense. Uh, it's yeah, it's middle. I think it's just called Middle Earth. I can't remember now. I'm just trying to look at my shelf, but okay. I can't see it from here. Okay. Something like that. So, um, I then suddenly stopped having my back to you and turned around to where your desk was and went, "Oh, you play video games. Um, we need to be friends now." And then, and then we were. And then we were. And then we were. Um, although, I mean, like as you said, like we we didn't hang out a, a huge amount. Um, for quite a while, um, like we only really spoke to each other at work. Yeah, pretty um, much. But then you were always the guy with the really nice suits. I did wear a suit back in those days, didn't I? Yes. Wow. You did, and they were great. Wow, that was a long time ago. Three-piece suits. You always need yeah, that. Yeah, you did. You always, yeah. need, always need that waistcoat. Um. But yeah, so yeah, it, uh, video games actually bonded us as 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 a friendship, and then um, as as our uh, personal lives changed and afforded us more time to hang out, um, we we started doing that. We started playing uh, more games together. Used to come come over quite a lot uh, to play PS4 on my system. I did, I did. Uh, and then you, when I got the PSVR, you were I couldn't keep you away. God, yeah. Um, Gotta have my Beat Saber. Yeah, and then... Was it two years ago, Christmas 2019? You got your PS4? Uh, yeah, 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 I did. What lasted you 18 months before you got the PS5? <laughs> got the PS5, yes. <laughs> um, oh, at, at time of recording, it's, um, it's just uh, plus one day since the um, launch of the original PS4. A year and a day, yeah. Not just a no. Day. Uh, eight years in a day. Eight years. Oh, the PS4. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Although we're not going to talk about how my PS4 Pro won't turn on anymore. It's very upsetting. Oh God, it's very upsetting. It's, it's got to get that fixed. It's gone off to the vets. Replaced. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. It's, it's going to get some. Not, not the squishy PS4. Yeah. Oh, good luck. Good luck, PS4. Oh. 
had the surgery as well. Well um, wishes, everyone send well wishes to Andrew Squishy Pierce for may it come back in full health. Yes. Um, yeah, so we just, you know, we started hanging out, out more and playing playing more video games, um, which is fun. And, and also food. You'd, yes, also food. But you'd gone through like a, a quite a lengthy period where you weren't playing, isn't that right? Uh, I did. Uh, this is this is about to cross over into the next section, though. Um, oh. But I will um, I will share it anyway. And um, well, why why isn't this a good segue? To into the next into section. next section, which have we called it? Memory stick? Is it memory stick? Yes. Come on, let's call it memory stick. It's memory let's call stick. it memory it's stick. Memory oh. stick. Oh, sounds all right. Memory stick. Mm, okay. Memory well. stick. Okay, tell um, your yeah. story now. So yeah, you're you're you know you're correct in that that's been a, a long period of time not playing, um, because uh, you know, because life happens. I um I was I was working quite a lot. I was uh, trying to move into being a freelancer, and that was really life consuming. Um, but at the time, I was also in a in a really toxic relationship, um, and um, it kind of just like come like towards the end of that and coming out of that there was just a period of my life where i just i just lost all love for it um because i i, I just that that's kind of what we used to do together and that's how that's how i own an xbox 360 um because they clearly hated me and didn't get me a playstation um but um yeah so i think i just lost i had just lost some love for it um and i, I took a break because i couldn't and then you know when you leave something for a long time and you're kind of out of touch with it. Uh, I was even just out of touch playing alone. Um, when having played a, a lot alone as a kid and loving it, uh, when I was sort of in that relationship, I used to play a lot of uh, co-op games, which is part of the reason why I love co-op games. Uh, but then I just I just wanted to take a break from it. And then I was just out of practice. Uh, I didn't know how to sit down and play alone anymore. Um, I would I would go to work instead or do something else. Um, so I didn't play for ages, uh, which is a very, uh, very sad a time in my life, <laughs> clearly, considering how much I do it now. Um, but I'm grateful for that because I feel like um, uh, part of my part of my story is is also just you know just actually showing some love and appreciation for you, Andrew, for um, uh, helping me reignite that love. Because I know I was p sort of playing that game, that Lord of the Rings game, which I was enjoying. But um, yeah, there was just like there was not any real love there. Um, so yeah, this part of my story is just as a thank you. Like our friendship has um, has made me love gaming again. And although you're definitely absolutely not not good for my bank account, <laughs> <laughs> you're literally the worst. No, <laughs> you I am. Are I am the worst for my. But but I have a very big love for it now. Um, and it's you know partly because of, of you and our friendship, uh, and then obviously having the stream and having our friends there is just yeah it's just taking it to a totally different level, um, because you know I still work in the arts so also I love the entertainment level of it. <laughs> yeah. So there was yeah there was nice play by m for myself, play with other people, and then also just just play something dumb because it was really entertaining to someone else. 
so yeah so that was that's that's kind of like my story I, I didn't love it for a long time because because reasons and then and then you helped me you helped me love it again and you helped me continue to love it oh i know Aww. so Aww, i appreciate me. i know Aww. i know Aww. and you're so patient and at the beginning of our friendship i was i was really boring um <laughs> i really was <laughs> Because um, all I, I did just was being work. Mean. <laughs> no, no, but it is. You know, but all I did was work. You know, so I think you know it was just it's such a big part of me that I had uh, neglected for such a long time. Um, so yeah, that's um, that's that's my story. Yeah, I mean, I definitely remember you trying to trying to get back in, but sort of not really knowing what what you wanted to play, and it, it, a lot of our friendship. And it is starting to swing the other way, but a lot of the friendship was me going, "Oh, you should play this, you should play this," and then lending you like six Absolutely. games at once, and you're like, "Dude, I've barely got time to play anything, and it, it is. Why are you giving me six games?" I'm like, "Shut up and play all the games. You've got a week. Play them all." Literally. Um, <laughs> yeah, literally. So yeah, a lot of it was was me catching you up on an entire generation that you'd sort of missed. Absolutely. Um, and it's still like I still have things on my list now that there were things that you were like, oh, you should play this, and you know, it, this is the reason why he's bad in my bank account. Oh, I know, will but get because I have that list. I whenever I see a deal on them, I will just buy it so that it's in my library because you know because you you know me quite well, so you know you mostly know what I would like and not like. That's true. So I do have a you know a list that I have that is um there's good games that you've recommended. So whenever there's a deal on, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna buy it now because I will play it eventually. Um, so I might as well buy it on a deal because why buy full price unless you know it's The Last of Us <laughs> or Horizon or whatever. <laughs> and yeah. you know, so you know it, it's just me catching up. Um, so why see the ex's boyfriend? Yeah, I will definitely, I will definitely one day get you to play Mirror's Edge. I will win, and you yeah, will play. Yeah, I mean, I I I have it somewhere. I think I have it for the 360 because you bought it for me. Is that all? Or did I buy it? Yeah, or something. Or I lent you my copy. I don't know. But I don't know. I will get you. You should check it. if anything in my 360 collection actually belongs to you, no? Yeah, there's probably something there. There's probably something there. There's probably something there. Yeah. Um, but yes, that is my story. Um, it's got a happy ending, people, so it's all right. Well, as it says in the notes, 10 points to you plus one cookie. Well done. Oh, cookies. I like cookies. Yay. What kind of cookie is it? Um, gravel. <laughs> okay. It's a gravel cookie. I look forward to digesting that later. Yay. Surprise question time. So, do you want me to read out what I think your full name is? Oh, well, absolutely, yeah. So, Viviana Christos, second middle name, etc. Rocha. <laughs> you have a surprise question for me. Ask away. I am ready. Okay, are you ready though? Yes. But I mean, are you ready though? Before before we do that, can what is your full name? Uh, my full name is um, Vi- Viviana mm-hmm. Raquel Loreiro mm-hmm. Santos Rocha. Okay, I was close. Um, yeah, really, really close. It's um, uh, I think the the correct amount of names. Uh, yeah, the correct amount of names ish. Okay. okay. Um. Yes, I'm a very long name cool. people. Okay, ask your question. Anyway. Yes. Um, I'm not prepared for this. So, to, to to be clear, I do yeah, not know what. Oh yeah. Like. I have no idea what Viv's about to ask me. This could be yeah, anything. So this is the bit it where should be th- game related, you don't tell though. each other. Yeah, always game related. Um, yeah. um, I, I was striking between two questions. Okay, cool. Uh, but seeing as the the theme seems to be all, you know, talking about us and 
um, and you know gaming and my break in gaming, mm-hmm. I was wondering, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not sure that I've asked you this before, but either way, I think our, our listeners would love mm-hmm. to hear about it, mm-hmm. is who or what got you into gaming in the first place? What was the thing? Like, was it something? Was it did somebody just give you a game? Did someone? Did you f- discover it? Did, was it a friend? Um, yeah. Okay. I, I. 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 The the main answer to who is my dad. Okay. The answer. Fifty points and a cookie to dad. Thank you. I shall pass that on. The the answer of uh, what I think is probably twofold. Because there's definitely. Because you've got to remember that I'm. Amazingly old. I mean, you're not, but okay, carry on. When okay, so when you think of gaming as a child, you think PS One. That's your earliest thing. When I Sega. Yes, when I think of gaming as a child, I remember when the Super Nintendo. No, the when the original Nintendo came out, and I oh oh when we were at CEX, do you remember me showing you the BBC Micro and getting all teary eyed about it? (laughs) Yes, I did. Yeah, so I there are two two stages of my gaming childhood. There's the the kind of BBC Micro stage. So we're talking like 80, 83, 84, maybe something like that. Um, and it was a lot of educational games. So it was a, there was a Mr. Man game that I played on there. Um, oh, there was a... Damn it, there was another one that I always forget the name of. Uh, Castle something. Castle something? Sorry, that's a really terrible. I can't remember the name of it. I will. I will find out. Um, so yeah, there was sort of things like that, but they tended not to be. They tended to be more of a sit down for half an hour. Oh, look, there's a pretty picture of the Mister Men, right, rather yeah. than a proper gaming experience. But the real, the real change happened in. I'm going to say 1989, because that's when the film came out. But uh, LucasArts released a point-and-click adventure game version of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And uh, my dad had bought a copy. Knowing my dad now, I don't fully understand why he would have bought this game. But he did. And we had it for the... IBM PC I think it must have been a, like a 286 or something at that time um, DOS based thing and it came on a bunch of floppy disks like the um, the real floppy disks yeah, the, uh, the thr- ones that are actually floppy like the 5 and 3 quarter inch ones like the big yeah, the really large ones which I still so I, you, I have those were, I still have those yeah. kicking around somewhere those disks oh amazing yeah. we, should, we should absolutely show them because if you're kind of my generation you, we have a very different idea of what floppy disks are yeah uh, i mean are not the ones that we know are not the real ones no i mean it, yeah like it is weird that that name carried on even into the three and a quarter uh inch yeah. ones which were quite hard not floppy no not floppy at all <laughs> quite hard but I, I i think um there'll be somebody that's sitting there going well i think it, we'll find it refers to the uh inner workings of it rather than the thing itself but whatever um so yes, it was it was that Indiana Jones game. Uh, so I was seven or eight, because uh, I don't actually remember precisely when that game came out. It was probably in the summer, so I'd have probably been seven at the time. 
And so I was kind of at the perfect stage to sort of understand the mechanics of a point and click adventure. And they were very simple back there because it had all the verbs at the bottom. Um, the inventory was just the name of what it was. So if you had a map, it just said the word map. It didn't have a picture right, yeah. of the map. Um, so it was very simple of like, look, uh, click the word look at, click at the thing on the on the image on the screen of what you wanted to look at, look at torch. And then Indy would walk over and go, it's a torch. And they're like, correct. Um, Great. <laughs> so I understood the mechanics of then how, how, to solve a, how to solve the problems, how to work through that. And that was the first game I distinctly remember playing and completing as a as a child as a full thing and i think it's those i've always said this i think it's those um point and click adventure games that solidified my why i like stories and video games because yeah. those games are puzzle games and story games and i don't think in a point and click that either can work on its own you can't just have a a story because then you're watching a movie and you can't just have a puzzle because there's no context for why you're doing those puzzles. What? Yeah. So they have. So it has to be a, a narrative that pushes you into going. I need to solve this to continue the story. Um. So yeah, I think. I think that's where it was, and I, obviously, I I then owned every LucasArts adventure. Uh, that there was, up until. Um, Escape from Monkey Island when LucasArts just went now nah, we're not going to make them anymore we're done and that was very sad and then and andrew was very sad it was very sad um yeah you know wow. the, the, the the i mean the game industry changed um after after doom came out as soon as doom hit the shelves um and then doom 2 really pushed 3d to the extent that anything that wasn't a 3d game was why why did it even exist if you're not making a 3D game? What a what a waste of video game making if you're not making a mm -hmm. 3D game that looks like right. Doom, and that was the industry for ages. And it's um, Charles Cecil who um, is the one of the founders of Revolution who made the Broken Sword games. Mm -hmm. Always says he uh, that for him the adventure market, and I think this moves out of just point and click adventures and sort of goes into back to experimental games really changed when uh, apple released the app store because it allowed people to distribute their own their own games they didn't have yeah. to go through like i mean obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. apple's the storefront but they didn't have to go to a publisher then to the storefront so people were able to make more experimental games and realize that people liked them then publishers got involved and that's when all microtransactions infested the app store and then have like a coronavirus just infected most of the game industry as a whole but that's i feel i feel like we're getting we get all of the very different out there ho hokums that we have at the moment <laughs> i i love I love making you feel sick by mentioning Ho Hogan. Um, because of that, because even if you think back to the 360 days, like the, the PS1 and the, uh, particularly the PS1, had a lot of experimental games. But that was also around the time that Doom and then Doom 2 and Quake were all happening as it went into the PS2. And I feel like 
as the PS2 went on and then into the PS3 360 period, everything just became shooter. Like bland, yeah, grey, brown shooter. That. Yeah, I confirmed that because that very much was, you know, I had a Sega uh, and that was like, I think it was Mario, who knows what I was playing. Um, you wouldn't have been playing Mario on a Sega. No, whatever it was. It was like a like a platformer game. Sonic? Sonic, that's the one. Um, and then and then after that, it was like, I went straight into PS2 and it was just like either racing games mm -hmm. or shooter games. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of a lot of shooter games that my dad owned, so I can confirm that. Yeah, yeah, and it's it thankfully went away around the PS4 thing when um, PS4 and Xbox One, where people went, you know what? Here's an idea: colors, and then games had colors again, um, and now in the current current gen, colors everywhere. Just colors everywhere, and it's wonderful. Colors all over the place. Um, Neither of us have played it as of yet, but we will be playing it uh, by the end of the year. But that Guardians of the Galaxy game looks like it's nothing but colours. Oh, yeah, I'm really looking forward colour, to that. Colours all up in the place. Um, and that's nice, because that would not have been colours 15 years ago. That would have been grim, dark sadness. Yeah, I mean, equally, um, in the gaming industry, this follows sort of the bigger demands. So maybe there was just, you know... Um, maybe there's something to do with gaming sort of being a bit male-dominated in a sense, uh, especially in the beginning. I don't, maybe not now. Um, that maybe just you know for it to make and sell lots of games, if they made some shooter, you know, grey games that people would um, would buy them. Maybe it's really weird. Maybe th this is probably a, a a greater discussion at some point. I. I I mean again maybe it's just my my male viewpoint. I don't feel like the the game industry or players were ever male dominated. But I think that publishers and the people in charge were male dominated who assumed an audience and targeted an audience that didn't necessarily only exist. Does that make sense? So they yeah. they assumed that yeah. the only people that were playing were teenage boys, and were like, right, we need to make games for teenage boys, rather okay. than going, actually, look at the variety of people that like playing our games, and maybe let's do a variety of games. Because I like, I just I I don't believe that female gamers is like a oh, it's not a new is, thing. is a new thing. But there's also like I think even if there was a market, I wonder if it would have been an accepted thing. Because also there's so many. Um, I find there's so many. There was so much stigma when I was a child around gamers. Um, at least in my family, I don't. I don't know. Like, or maybe it's also you know, I, I'm not from England, you know, and um, th that culture of you know is very much working. Like you work, yeah, you know, and that's kind of the main purpose of your life because you you know you don't necessarily have spare money, so like your entire life must revolve around work and supporting family. That if you were to like, oh, you play games, like what a time waster. You know, don't you have anything better to do with your time? And that really, it was only accepted with boys because, um, you know, boys just tend to get that allowance anyway. That but is true. You know, so like, so in in that sense, like, I think if there w there would have been a market because I gamed as a child. Yeah. Um, but I don't. But also because it was not an accepted thing, it was it was also difficult. Like, if I asked for a game, it's very likely that I wouldn't get it. And in fact, I almost never did. 
when I went to my cousin's house and he's a family of boys, they would have, you know, the PS1 and they would have all the games and, and that's how I got my thing. And my, all my, my guy friends had, you know, the, the Game Boys. Um, I never had one. I was not allowed one because I was supposed to be doing other stuff and ladies don't, don't game or whatever. And, yeah, and I think the problem, and I, I was thinking about this while you were speaking and then I realised that this is painfully true that whilst uh, the male-dominated developers and publishers and marketing companies thought only of boys, on the rare occasions they were like, oh, right, let's make a game for a girl, they had to be pink. Like, it had to be... It was... Like, any other game is just marketed, and it's like, well, somebody will pick it up. Like, Tomb Raider, whilst Lara was overly sexualized in her early things, like, I don't think the the nature of the game was like you can only play this if you're a boy whereas yeah. so many games that are for girls come out going only for girls game for girls and you're like wow this, can't this just be <laughs> yeah and and, and I, I was saying how close this is to home because you have a you have a pink psp don't you uh, yeah which um and uh it, it's funny a funny story because um as a child and uh, I have a friend who, if she listens to this, she she may slap me when she sees me. I used to I used to detest pink, like hate it with my entire heart and soul. And it's not because of the color itself, but it's what that color does for girls. Um, and I, I and since I was a child, since since I was imposed with a, a Barbie in my hands that I did not care for, might I add, all I wanted was a football. <laughs> um, like I've just I developed such a hatred for the color pink. Um, that I just because it was everything that was girl related, like the not like and there's not again there's nothing wrong with that, but there was just no other option because I was a girl. I had to have the dainty and pink stuff. I was like, I don't want it. I mean, my my view as a boy looking at that stuff is that I would look at the things that I had as a boy and be like, wow, this is fun. And then I'd look at all the girl stuff that was pink. And I was like, the the defining feature of this thing you've got is that it's pink, and nothing about it looks fun. Yeah, like I always wanted all the all the all the boys' uh, toys because I'm like they do stuff like you can, you little you know whatever like action figures or like cars that you can drive remote control or or like shoot things out of and I was like that's how like that's like fun like what am I gonna do with this Barbie like I used to take the head off and play football <laughs> with it and I was like what are you doing and I'm like I asked you for a football this does not look like a football and this is what I wanted to like I I don't know what to do with this it doesn't do anything. Um, so that's kind of my thing. So when I got my, you know, when my dad bought me my, it, it, mind you, it, for those of you that might not know, the pink PSP is actually a limited edition. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's and it's, it's beautiful, beautiful and I love it now and I'm so grateful that I have it. But at the time of which he gave it to me, because I had asked him for one, and he actually bought it for me for the, f- you know, and I this is this is a rare occurrence. He had actually bought me a PSP and when I opened it and it was pink. I was like, oh my God. Like, I'm grateful. But why did you get me the pink one? Do you not know me? It's like you don't know me. <laughs> But now I'm really grateful because yeah, I had no concept of what having a limited edition anything meant. Yeah. And he had got me like when he decided to get something for me, he got me the limited edition version, and um, and I'm very grateful and I still have it and it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm jealous of it. Yeah, I mean I don't know where you'd find one now. No. But even even if it broke now, I would keep it forever. But I think that's I think that's the thing is as audiences have matured and have more of a voice um i think you can release 
products in in all, a full range of colors but they all function in the same way so it's not it's not like here are here are boy ones in that uh look like this and here's the one girl one it's like well here's just a variety of colors and just pick the one that you like and it, they all function exactly the same and exactly. they're just and they're, they're and for people that's, yeah, that's and, and, and what they've done is is just go, you know, depending on your style of gaming, rather than like your how you define your, you know, your, yeah. your gender. Here's like multiple ways that you can play. You can play in with this controller A, controller B, and I think that's a much much better. Yeah, like I I, I do I, like I'm, I much prefer obviously the the way the thoughts around the gaming industry now. I think it's much more accepted, and I'm grateful because I don't want to have to deal with people being like, oh, you're a gamer. Okay. Yeah. I mean, some people still do that, but that's their business. Did you? They're boring. Did you see recently that there's a there's a move to um, move away from the term gamer? Um, really? Yeah, the the uh, people believe that the the associated connotations of the of the term ga- gamer have have got too negative. Right. Um, Me. Yeah. So so there's a move to reposition the the term to player. Okay. I mean, I don't blame them. It, it's a bit weird, uh, you know, uh, but I also understand. I understand the uh, having heard those all of those um, bad things about gamers all my life. I also understand why people would want to do that. I don't blame them whatsoever. Yeah, fair. Fair. Yeah, it's very interesting, though. Anyway, well, that's the answer to your question. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much for the story. You're very I welcome. I appreciate that. You're very welcome. Next, we have uh, the uh, the game watch section. Game watch. Yeah. I don't know why I did that. No, I, neither do, um, neither do I. But that's why um, I, that's what I wish would happen when you turned on the device. It's just you saying game watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someday they'll have that option, and you can just superimpose my impose my voice on everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, game watch. This is this is a bit where we talk about games that are not out yet. Go on, Andrew. I know you want to say this. Very, very much. What are I you waiting d- I for? I just want Stray. Yeah, you do. Give us Stray, you yeah. cowards. <laughs> we want to play as a cat want, right I now. J- I want it. What, oh, what, was the other, what was that other cat game that got a trailer recently that looked really cute? The one where you're um, trying to get home and then you're just getting distracted by everything? Um, oh, my gosh. Um, I can't remember. I'm sure it was just called that, that one. cat game, wasn't it? That, but, yeah, that looks... That looks <laughs> cool. But... <laughs> But um, Stray, I just need Stray, and I need Stray to have um, customizable fur. That's what it needs. Oh, yes. It just, I want to be able to have my cat look how I want. Um, because why? Because, because. Because, because. Why would, you, why would you not give me that option? But give us Stray. Just give us a release date. I want it. I want Yeah, I, want I really stray. want it. Did they say it was this year or next year? It's going to be next year. Yeah. No. Yeah. Bums. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mm. So history, but also there is there is um actually um at the time of recording we were supposed to be receiving a new game as well that um we bought we both bought and yeah. you bought a very large version of but we don't have it yet because it's been delayed um to the seventh of December and we're also waiting for that. What yes. are we waiting for, Andrew? Well, you you say I said stray. What's what are you saying? I mean, you say you introduced me to it. You say it. Okay. Well, I wanted him to say because I think I'm going to get it wrong. Okay. Good luck. Is it beyond the steel sky? Yeah, it is. Or is it okay? Beneath is the first one. I was yes. like, oh god, I, I never know. Beyond the steel sky, people. 
if you haven't if you haven't played it, you can actually grab a copy of the first one on your phone. Um, and uh, it's 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 a kind of a puzzle, also point and click, isn't it? Uh, a, a game. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I actually never finished it, um, uh, but I should. Yeah, really. you should. Um, and uh, and then they they've created a new version, uh, and it's all like you can play it on your on your PlayStation and stuffs, and 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 it's all um just beautiful and in colors again. So um yeah, and we're also waiting for that. So give us Stray and give us well. Give us beyond the steel sky. While we're just adding things onto this list that weren't on <laughs> the weren't in the script, yep. can I add one more in? Of course you can. You can add whatever you like. Um, the uh, the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. I okay. Wa- I want that. It was announced in uh, at the Game Awards in 2018, with a release date oh, in that's 20 a long time ago. in uh, release date in 2019, uh, and then in November 2019 it was. Uh, delayed until 2020 um and then because of the pandemic it was delayed until 2021 we're almost out of 2021 still no um sad times still no release date really so give us all of these games please now please or well actually i mean we get we get beyond a still sky on the 7th of december so that's quite exciting that's not that's not too far away. This is true. Um, we do have enough to play in the meantime. It's not the point. And uh, that's our show, everyone. We, we did a whole podcast and we didn't mess up once. <laughs> that, is once. That, is, that is entirely, entirely true. This has gone up unedited. And literally no editing. Thankfully, um, we're just voices and nobody can see that I've got my fingers crossed. um but thank you for listening thank you we appreciate it very much um and uh, if you'd like to um stay in touch with us you can follow us on our instagram and our twitter uh, on at game with squishy uh and if you'd like to support us you can buy us a coffee on our coffee page and that's ko hyphen fi dot com slash the squishy stream we will uh, let you know when we have everything sorted to be able to live stream again. And uh, we can't wait to be back and chatting with you all. Thank you again for listening. Bye, Squishy. Bye. Squishy bit. <laughs>